Thank you for choosing to listen to the First Love Podcast from First Presbyterian Church, Jacksonville, Illinois, with Reverend Jonathan Warren. Today's service title is Even Song. We pray that all is well with you and your family, neighbors, and friends in your corner of the world, and that whatever you attempt to do this week, you are successful. God bless. Therefore, I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities for the sake of Christ. For whenever I am weak, then I am strong. Before we begin our service, I wanted to mention and share to ask you to be in prayer for our elders as we meet tonight, some by phone conference, to make decisions about what our church will do for the immediate future. Currently, we are unable to do church like we're used to, but we serve a God who's not confined to a building, so we will find creative ways to serve God and one another. We're praying for you and your families during this time. It's also a a difficult and uncertain time, so if you need to talk to someone, please don't hesitate to call me or John Nelson or the church office. We'd love to listen to you and talk to you and pray for you. I wanted to share just a a note about what an even song service is. It's simply an evening prayer service. And Evensong traces its history back to the ancient Jewish and early Christian traditions, praying throughout the day. Every three hours, a short time was set aside to spend time in prayer, along with evening prayer. The, book, the Presbyterian Book of Worship has orders for night prayer, morning prayer, and midday prayer. As we enter into prayer at these times, we're assured that we are not alone in our prayers, Others in God's family are also praying to God, offering up their praises and requests. Prayer is meant to be a gracious gift from God, not an ask or an obligation. It is an opportunity to draw inspiration and strength from one's relationship with God and Jesus Christ. It is a way of continually seeking the gifts and guidance of the Holy Spirit for daily living. Prayer is a practice to cultivate throughout one's life and one that will bear much fruit. Let us join together this evening to pray to our God, to pray with one another, to listen to what God is telling each one of us, especially in this time. Philippians 4, 6 through 7 says, do not worry about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. The sacrifice acceptable to God is a humble spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O God. You will not despise. Our first hymn comes to us from number 840, It Is Well With My Soul. When peace like a river 
attendeth my way when sorrows like sea billows roll whatever my lot thou hast taught me to say it is well it is well with my soul it is well it is well with my soul, it is well, it is well with my soul. Though Satan should buffet, though trials should come, let this blessed assurance control. Christ hath regarded my helpless estate and hath shed his own blood for my soul. It is well with my soul. It is well, it is well with my soul. He lives, oh, the lives, and this glorious thought, my sin not in part, but the whole, is nailed to the cross, and I bear it no more. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, O my soul. It is well with my soul. It is well, it is well with my soul. Clouds be rolled back as a scroll. The trumpet shall sound, and the Lord shall descend. Even so, it is well with my soul. It is well. It is well. With my soul, it is well, it is well with my soul. The Lord be with you and also with you. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise. Blessed are you, O Lord our God, the shepherd of Israel. Their pillar of cloud by day, their pillar of fire by night. In these 40 days, you lead us into the desert of repentance, that in this pilgrimage of prayer, we might learn to be your people once more. In fasting and service, you bring us back to your heart. 
You open our eyes to your presence in the world, and you free our hands to lead others to the wonders of your grace. Be with us in these journey days, for without you we are lost and will perish. To you alone be dominion and glory forever and ever. Amen. Our first scripture reading comes to us from the book of Psalms, the 27th chapter. Let us listen to what the psalmist tells us, to what God is telling us. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When evildoers assail me to devour my flesh, my adversaries and foes, they shall stumble and fall. Though an army encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war rise up against me, yet I will be confident. One thing I asked of the Lord that will I seek after to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For he will hide me in his shelter in the day of trouble. He will conceal me under the cover of his tent. He will set me high on a rock. Now my head is lifted up above my enemies all around me. And I will offer in his tent sacrifices with shouts of joy. I will sing and make melody to the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry aloud, be gracious to me and answer me. Come, my heart says, seek his face. Your face, Lord, do I seek. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger, you who have been my help. Do not cast me off. Do not forsake me, O God of my salvation. If my father and mother forsake me, the Lord will take me up. Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me on a level path because of my enemies. Do not give me up to the will of my adversaries, for false witnesses have risen against me, and they are breathing out violence. I believe that I shall see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord, be strong, and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. Here ends our psalm reading. And now a letter, first letter to the Corinthians. Chapter 8, verses 1 through 13. Now concerning food sacrifice to idols, we know that all of us possess knowledge. Knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. Anyone who claims to know something does not yet have the necessary knowledge. 
but anyone who loves God is known by him. Hence, as to the eating of food offered to idols, we know that no idol in the world really exists and that there is no God but one. Indeed, even though there may be so-called gods in heaven or on earth, as in fact there are many gods and many lords, yet for us there is one God, the Father, from whom are all things and for whom we exist, and one Lord, Jesus Christ, through whom are all things and through whom we exist. It is not everyone, however, who has this knowledge, since some have become so accustomed to idols until now. They still think of the food they eat as food offered to an idol, and their conscience, being weak, is defiled. Food will not bring us close to God. We are no worse off if we do not eat and no better off if we do, but take care that this liberty of yours does not somehow become a stumbling block to the weak. For if others see you who possess knowledge eating in the temple of an idol, might they not, since their conscience is weak, be encouraged to the point of eating food sacrificed to idols? So by your knowledge, those weak believers for whom Christ died are destroyed. But when you thus sin against members of your family and wound their conscience, when it is weak, you sin against Christ. Therefore, if food is a cause of their falling, I will never eat meat, so that I may not cause one of them to fall. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. From the Gospel of Mark, the sixth chapter, beginning with the 13th verse. Let's listen to the word of God. They cast out many demons and anointed with oil many who were sick and cured them. King Herod heard of it, for Jesus' name had become known. Some were saying, John the baptizer had been raised from the dead, and for this reason these powers are at work in him. But others said, it is Elijah. And others said, it is a prophet like one of the prophets of old. But when Herod heard of it, he said, John, whom I beheaded, has been raised. For Herod himself had sent men who arrested John, bound him, and put him in prison on account of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife, because Herod had married her. For John had been telling Herod, it is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. And Herodias had a grudge against him and wanted to kill him, but she could not. For Herod feared God, knowing that he was a righteous and holy man, And he protected John. When he heard him, he was greatly perplexed, and yet he liked to listen to him. But an opportunity came when Herod on his birthday gave a banquet for his courtiers and officers and for the leaders of Galilee. When his daughter Herodias came in and danced, she pleased Herod and his guests, and the king said to the girl, Ask me for whatever you wish, and I will give it. And he solemnly swore to her, Whatever you ask me, I will give you, even half of my kingdom. 
She went out and said to her mother, What should I ask for? She replied, The head of John the baptizer. Immediately she rushed back to the king and requested, I want you to give me at once the head of John the Baptist on a platter. The king was deeply grieved, yet out of regard for his oaths and for the guests, he did not want to refuse her. Immediately the king sent a soldier, the guard, with orders to bring John's head. He went and beheaded him in the prison, brought his head on a platter and gave it to the girl. Then the girl gave it to her mother when his disciples heard about it. They took and came and took his body and laid it in a tomb. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. And now we'll sing, Were You There? We're going to sing verse 1, 2, 4, and 5. Is that right? Sure. (laughs) Or what were you thinking? I thought we said 1, 2, 4. 1, 2, 4. We're singing verses 1, 2, and 4. share a thanksgiving and intercession. I will say some words and you can repeat 
lead us, O Lord, from death to life. Let us pray. For forty days and nights the rain fell and the waters covered the face of the earth. Lead us, us, O Lord, Lord, from from death death to life. For forty years the people wandered, seeking the land of God's promise. Lead us, O Lord, from death to life. Moses spent forty days on the mountain, learning the commandments of God. Lead us, O Lord, from death to life. Elijah traveled forty days in the wilderness to hear the voice of God in the silence. Lead us, O Lord, from death to life. Jonah cried out to the people of Nineveh, Repent, or in forty days you will perish. Lead us, O Lord, from death to life. Jesus fasted and prayed for forty days and was tested by the devil. Lead us, O Lord, from death to life. And now let us share a silent prayer. Lord Jesus Christ, who stretch out your arms of love on the hard wood of the cross, that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your spirit that we, reaching forth our hands in love, may bring those who do not know you to the knowledge and love of you. The honor of your name. Amen. And now a dismissal from Second Thessalonians. Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 16. May the Lord, who is our peace, give us peace at all times and in every way. Amen. Bless the Lord. The Lord's Lord's name name be be praised. Amen.
For more information about First Presbyterian Church of Jacksonville, Illinois, please call 217-245-4189 or you can email us at office at firstpressjax.org That's O-F-F-I-C-E-F-I-R-S-T-P-R-E-S-J-A-X dot O-R-G Our street address is 870 West College, Jacksonville, Illinois, zip code 62650. We have adult and children's Sunday school from 9 to 10 a.m. on Sundays with Sunday services starting at 10 a.m. There is also daycare available. Our website is www.firstpresjax.org. Please come and visit us when you're in the neighborhood. We look forward to seeing you. God bless and have a great week.